It's time to let you in on a little secret. Actually, lots of secrets. We're talking strategy and most importantly, return on your investment for your podcast. Welcome to Branded Podcast Secrets. All right, welcome to another episode of Branded Podcast Secrets. I'm your host, Aaron Greger, back with another great uh Guest for us today. Today we have Chris Pistorius. Chris, welcome. Thanks for having me, Aaron. I appreciate it. Yeah, very. So I'll have a funny dental story for you, but always <laughs> happy to welcome the dental community because I know it sounds crazy. Dental is a little boring. I think we can agree, <laughs> but it, podcasts work very well in this space. So uh, for those of you who don't know Chris, Chris is the founder of Kickstart Dental. He is also the host of the Dental Marketing Podcast. So Chris, uh, we love to chat, uh, basically, obviously, the title, the name, but podcast specifically for business. So to start this off, can you tell us a bit about your company, Kickstart Dental, and where the podcast came to play? Like, where did you decide, you know what, I think podcasting is going to be great for my business, and this is how I'll use it? Yeah, so... We uh, at Kickstart, we help dentists grow their practices is kind of the basic way, but basic thing that we do. But how we do it is through digital marketing. So you can think of us as, you know, kind of being an outsourced marketing, digital marketing department for a dentist. You know, what we find is that and really this is true in most businesses. People are really good at doing technical work of their business. Um, dentists are really good dentists, but sometimes they're not the greatest business owners. Like they don't know a, a much about business and certainly not much about marketing. And so you can be the best dentist in the world or the best locksmith or whatever it may be. But if you don't really understand how to market your business, there's a good chance that that business is going to fail. And so that's the gap that we tried to fill with Kickstart is being kind of that go between to help them untangle the web a little bit, if you will, um, get a clear path of success and really lean on our 12 years of experience in this industry to know what works and what doesn't. Um, so we've been doing it for a long time. And I got to tell you, my podcast is fairly new. We've only, I think we're 15 episodes in or something. And I'd say probably two years ago, um, I'm part of a mastermind group of other agency owners like mine, but they're like my agency, but they're in different niches. And everybody was talking about doing podcasts and podcasts. And I'm like, guys, who the heck wants to listen to my podcast about dental marketing, right? And you know, they had to almost convince me to do this. And so finally, I was like, fine, I'm just going to do it. And I pretty much knew after about a week after my first episode of how much of an idiot I was and not doing this two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, you know, there's number one, there's way more people listening to it and downloading it than I ever imagined. And we've only 15 episodes in. Number two, I've got this huge database of dentists and whatnot. And I haven't, I haven't been doing a lot with it. Now I've got content to roll out to them with great information for free um, that they like to get and they respond to it and then they share it. And it's just been a great tool for us to ways to communicate with current clients, past clients, everybody, and kind of keep us relevant in the industry. But the other byproduct is, is it's helped us tremendously with SEO, it's creating all these backlinks from like, you know, like your podcast here, you'll probably link somewhere on my yep. website, right? And that's helped us really move up the ranks over the past few months um, for key terms of how people are, are looking for a dental marketing company. 
So there you go. I love it. How much of your strategy, you know, you talk about those backlinks, how much of your strategy is creating your own podcast? And you mentioned early, like before we started recording, you'd been on podcasts all day. How much is it your podcast versus being guests on others? Um, I tried it. We do at least two a week for mine and then we kind of backlog and, and we send something out every week. And then I've actually hired a company to promote me, if you will. And they get me on four or five podcasts like this one every month. So probably a few more on my end, but you know, it's still a pretty consistent stream on this end too. Yeah. I think it's a really important strategy. I think a lot of, you know, a lot of, it doesn't matter if it's a hobby or a business owner, or whatever, a lot of people wonder how I can grow my podcast and that guesting perspective. It's huge because podcast listeners listen to other podcasts, right? But yeah. I, you know, that SEO perspective, I don't think a lot of people really think about all those links right. back to your website. It looks very important to Google. Yeah. And we're trying to get our clients to do this because, you know, one of the services we provide is SEO for our clients. And it's getting harder and harder to do that because dental is so darn competitive and, um, you know, it's hard to get a dentist to rank. We do a good job of it, but we're trying to get these dentists involved in podcasting like this. And, you know, it's going to help them tremendously. We're just trying to figure out a way to, to make it a service and manage it for them. Yeah. What's, that's really interesting. You bring that up because as like you mentioned earlier, dentists are great at being dentists, not very much business owners. Yeah. I'm going to make an assumption. I'm going to stereotype here and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but it feels like dentists probably aren't going to be as an average excited to jump behind a mic and start a podcast, right? How are you helping to overcome that hesitation that probably a lot of them have in order to do this for their business? Yeah, Aaron, it's interesting because right now in dentistry, we're seeing this churn, right? We're seeing a churn of, of I guess I, I guess you could call it baby boomer type dentists that are starting to mm -hmm. retire. So these are more of the like what you're describing, kind of the traditional brick and mortar dentist, you know, kind of conservative, not too flashy, right? And what we're right. seeing is that we're seeing these kids come in that are younger, hungry, ready to go, and they're all about this kind of stuff. So you're right. We still have a good chunk of, of people that we have to convince to do this and some just won't. Um, we just try to try to tell them the benefits of it and then, you know, really leave the decision up to them. But these younger people that are coming in and taking over some of these more traditional practices, it's not nearly as up an uphill battle. In fact, you know, sometimes they come to us with ideas like this. So it's interesting. So do, that's really cool. And do you have to overcome? Because like, I would think if you know, you, you wanted to write blog posts for me. Like I'm a dentist, mm -hmm. SEO content's big, right? You could easily go out and write blog posts for me. However, with a podcast, you can't do that for me. I have to be the voice. I have to do that. Mm -hmm. So how are they, if you're like working with them on this, how are they positioning this in their workflow of a week, right? They're, they're seeing yeah. patients. And then how does this fit in typically for them? Yeah, we're like I said, we're, we're we're still trying to figure out how to productize this thing for them, but that's one of the things we're working on. We've tested a couple of them, and as long as we can keep it structured and you know under thirty minutes or under, we're typically pretty good to go. Um, but if it's not, dentists are typically you know they want to be very organized, very to the point. They don't want to waste a lot of time. So as long as you keep it structured and you kind of tell them exactly what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, and the benefit they're going to get it out get out of it, then that's you know that's part of it. And I I think that's what the key is. Yeah, that's 
That's awesome. Okay. So we actually, a, a company I'm part of innovation media enterprises, we do podcast production and mm-hmm. our, one of our clients is actually a CPA firm for dentists specifically. And it's like, mm-hmm. I give them crap. I, I say this, this is not talking about them behind their back, but I'm like boring check <laughs> plus another <laughs> boring check, but their information is so good. And oh, yeah. you know, it really works in their, in their perspective. I know I learn a ton if I'm ever listening to their podcasts and stuff. So yeah. you know, you, you talk about the niche perspective. Are you use, I think niches, is genius. I've seen it work so well with clients. Are you using it to as a way strategically with guests? Like, are you, are you selecting guests that you may want to talk to outside of the podcast, but it's a great way to get a hold of them and get an hour of their undivided attention? Yeah. Or are you using it differently? I guess. Yeah. Well, at first we we're just asked anybody that would talk to us <laughs> try to get <laughs> started. and then we're like, yeah, you know what? We're kind of talking about the same thing over and over. So let's try to strategize a little bit more. So I've actually got an assistant now that's helping me find people. And we're, what we're trying to do is find a blend of, so I always have like this dream 100, right? It's like the dream 100 mm. that I want to work with. Okay. So they're high on my list. I want to get them on a podcast because that helps me engage them as right now. Yeah. It's just a podcast, but now they know who I am. They know what I do. Um, and that makes it a lot easier down the road to say, hey, Dr. Johnson, we did that podcast. Hey, I was wondering, you know, what are you doing for marketing? You know, are you, have you thought about this, that or the other thing? Right. It kind of opens the door because dentistry is extremely hard to sell into. You can't just pick up the phone and cold call and ask for their business. It doesn't work that way in dentistry. You get like, you know, three gatekeepers that are doing have been trained for 20 years to keep people away from the dentist. Right. So you've got to come up with creative ways to get a hold of them. And podcasting is a great way to do that. So that's one aspect. The other aspect is, you know, I want really good content that dentists are going to want to listen to and benefit from. So when you talk about a CPA that a firm that does only dentistry, that's somebody I want to talk to. Because that's going to get me some people that are listening and make my podcast a lot more credible, right? Um, same way with the other, the third prong of this is I like to talk to dental consultants, you know, software providers, anybody that is selling into dentistry but isn't a competitor. Because then we can then talk about some joint venture deals and start sending each other leads and business. So I think if you can get really good at all three of those prongs in terms of a podcast strategy – you know, it, it can almost do nothing but help you bring a new business. Yeah, I love it. I'll make the intro for you too. So awesome. Um, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, how, and I, and I'll be honest with you at 15 episodes in don't feel, I mean, a lot of people go into this, like, it sounds like you're a planner though. Have you, do you have a strategy to measure ROI quite yet from the podcast specifically? I know the strategic partnerships is definitely going to be a, a segment of this, but you know, a way that obviously this podcast is for dentists to get great information. Do you have a funnel behind it where I listen to it? I get this thing. And, and how are you measuring that? I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I got to tell you, Aaron, I don't. And I, I would love to learn more about that because right now, really all I'm, I'm so busy between doing the podcasting and then running the business that, you know, I'll get a weekly, you know, stats, like how many people download it, subscribed, all that stuff. And that looks cool, but I don't know what that means really. But all I can, and I'm sure others are in the same situation. 
All I can tell is that since I started, I have more activity coming into me. Like there's more people like going to my website and scheduling free strategy sessions and stuff like that. But I can't tell you exactly for sure that it's because of podcasting or if it's because of, you know, just it being a new month. I have no idea. Okay. No, that's totally fair. Cause a lot of people are still like, they start the podcast and it's totally fair to say that. Um, do you feel those leads that you've gotten are and I mean, I think we could probably guess there's a podcast has something to do with it, right? You're raising yeah. up the ranks, you're doing all this stuff. Are they qualified? Like, are they good qualified leads? Yeah, most of them have been. And I think what's happening is, you know, the byproduct of the podcast of our SEO rankings is is probably gaining a lot of that traction. But I'm sure I haven't had somebody come call in and say, hey, I heard you on this podcast. I haven't heard that. But right. you know, I know there's either a byproduct or they probably saw my name somewhere and then did a Google search and then, you know, got to yeah. me. Too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. What about promotion? So you mentioned you're going to be guest at others. You mentioned you've mm-hmm. got this email newsletter that you're sending out now with great mm-hmm. content. What else is behind your promotion strategy to continue to get the word out on the podcast? Social media is a big part. So like I did a I did a podcast with a dentist in Iowa who tripled his business size or his practice size um, this past year all during COVID. Right. And he's been doing dentistry for like 20 years and he had so many good ins. He wasn't selling anything. He was just a dentist. Right. But he gave us all this information about how he did it you know, internal marketing, who he hired to help him with it. And so we obviously blasted that out on social media, but then I boosted that post too. So I paid for some advertising to send it to dentists and, you know, people in the industry. And that's gotten a ton of traction as well. So probably the other thing other than email is, you know, our social media blasts. Yeah. And so this is, that's a great question though, because a lot of people, are you sending the traffic to your website so you can measure are you, are you doing like click through ads? Is that what you're doing? And then you're measuring how many people are going to the, to the website. Is that how you're running the ad for the podcast? Yeah. So we use uh, podcast.co as our provider. And then okay. we, we can just embed that onto our website, like a blog page. Yep. And we do a full transcription of it for SEO purposes. So it has text there as well. And then we send all anybody that clicks on the ad goes to the page where the podcast is on and then they can read the full transcript too. That allows us to tag them so that we know where they came from, but we can also tag them with Facebook so that we can remarket to those people. Mm, that's a great idea. Cause a lot of people I see in the podcasting space really want to dabble in ads, mm-hmm. but they're not sure how. And I know they're worried of the, money down the drain. Is there, are there any, yeah. is there any other advice you can give for that person? Who's like, yeah, I think I want to do some ads. It's just, it's a very overwhelming thought to me. Yeah. It depends on what you want to do with it. Like for instance, for me, the ad isn't necessarily for the podcast itself, right? It's right. for our business to kickstart mm. dental marketing. So it's just the podcast is the catalyst to get them interested in going to our website. Right. So right. I'm not so sure about, you know, doing ads for the podcast itself. I'm sure that it could be successful, but I haven't really used it in that way. Okay. No, that's awesome. Now, you talked a bit about how the strategies changed from a guesting perspective. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when you first went from anybody who talked to you, now you're being a little bit more strategic (laughs) on the guests, uh, which is always good. Now that you're 15 episodes in, 
do you see anything else changing? Is there anything else that you've been looking at that you're like, you know, I think we need to try this now. Um, or are you, are you staying the course for a bit more and, um, any, any, any insights on, on change? Yeah. It's always, I, I think that I want to find more characters. Do you know what I mean? Like people that are yeah. you know, not just your ordinary, you know, kind of monotone. Well, this is what right. I do. Like I was on a, on a, somebody else's podcast yesterday and he was talking to me about his dental experience where the dentist was really overweight and he'd sat down and he'd lift his belly up and then put his belly down on the arm of the patient and then <laughs> work on their mouth, which is, you know, it's horrible, right? It's a picture I won't get out of my mind soon, but that kind of a character that could tell a story like that, it's hard to find those people in dentistry, but I think you get some entertainment value out of that and people, you know, would be more loyal to the podcast if you could find more information like that. But other than that, I, I'm really interested in the, you know, the back end stats and knowing what is this podcast doing for me and because I'm a marketing guy, right? And I've got a whole platform right. for our current clients. I mean, we can tell them at the end of the month how many new patients leads came in, how many they closed, you know, what revenue came from it, where they came from originally. And it's driving me a little crazy that I'm just not sure what direct effect the podcasts are having, although I know it's having some effect. <laughs> Yeah. And you know what? That's going to take, I mean, like I said, it's, I'd rather see a podcast out there than figuring out how to, yeah. you know, versus waiting and waiting and waiting. So I think you're in the right place. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious why dentistry? Are you from, do you have a background in dentistry? No, I don't like to go into the dentist at all. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought you'd help them grow. It even freaks me out to like go to dental offices for business purposes. So, but that is um, hilarious. You no, know, when when we first started the business, um, it was very similar to the podcast. We took on. I mean, I quit a six figure job. I worked for MapQuest and America Online way back in the day. You're probably too young to remember those companies. No, oh no, 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 no. Okay. I'm right there with you. I use MapQuest. Yeah, so I, I, I actually had the uh, what was the yeah. books before that? The books that you actually bought before MapQuest. So that's how old I am. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So you know, AOL used to be the Google of the day, right? They were yeah. primed and ready to go, and that fizzled out. But I worked for them. I had a great cushy job, and then you know, I kind of quit and did this. So. Um, we took on anybody we could in the beginning. We weren't niched out immediately. So we'd take on mm. an auto detail guy or a lawyer or whatever. And what we found out in the first year basically was, look, by the time we figure out the industry and understand it completely, sometimes it's too late and we're not right. getting the results that we want for these guys. So we're like, we need to, we need to pick a niche and just stick with it, become the expert um, and run it that way. And we looked at our books and at the time we had like four dentists, I think, and they were all killing it. They were doing great. They were pretty easy to work with. Um, they were responsive. So we went with it. We, we went with kickstart dental marketing and we haven't looked back. So this is really interesting. I did not know this, but this is how you learn from, um, listening to other podcasts. <laughs> I didn't know, like if a dentist goes for a loan, it's pretty much foolproof. So banks will very easily, like you, you pretty much have to really screw it up yourself if you're a dentist trying to get a loan because banks are very favorable for dentists because it is more of a foolproof, uh, in, uh, business. Right. I didn't know that. Like, yeah, it's really hard yeah. to fail. Yeah. It's hard to fail, but I will tell you, most people assume that dentists are just, you know, billionaires. Right. And it, 
in doing this for the last 12 years, what I've found out is a dentist can run up to 70% of overhead. So depending wow. on what people, like 60 to 70% of their business is overhead between employees, the office, equipment, things like that. So it's not like, you know, you go to the dentist for a cleaning and they're making, you know, $10,000, right? So right. it's it's a little bit more hamstrung than people think. But yes, it's a proven entity and banks love it because it's always consistent. So um, yeah, yeah well, there's a lot of interesting things out there like that. Yeah. And it's one of those things too, like my husband's a chiropractor and mm-hmm. like you go to school and in order to have a successful business, you have to be a business owner and a great right. thing at your trade, whether it's chiropractor or dentist. But the problem is they teach you nothing about business. Right. They only teach you how to be this great, but you have to know business. So I think what you guys are doing is, is really important and really great. So if there's a person out there and they were like you two years ago with a mastermind group telling them they really need to start a podcast for their business or, you know, for whatever reason, not what type of advice would you give them? Just do it. I mean, I, I was an idiot for not doing it. I'd be a lot further <laughs> along. I mean, seriously, I mean, just do it. Free content is people pay attention to it. They will, no matter what it's about. If you have good quality content, they'll pay attention to it. It'll, it'll make you look like a leader in the industry, an expert in the industry. And that's always a great thing. So, and you've always got something to talk about, right? And you never know who you're going to partner up with on these things. And I mean, I know a guy that does a, a, another dental marketing business like mine. Um, he got a joint venture out of doing something like this and he's getting like five to 10 new clients a month just from this dental consultant sending him in, sending him leads. So, you know, just do it. You never know what's going to happen out of it. I, I do. I totally believe in, you know, you don't sit back and wait for things to happen to you. You go out and create your own opportunities. And I think podcasting is, is an example of doing that. Yeah. Did you have any things you had to overcome to start it, like the technical or anything else? Or was it pretty once you set your mind to it, it wasn't too bad? No, I'm pretty I'm kind of a nerd. So I, I had a right. lot of that figured out already. And I did a lot of video before this. Um, so I kind of had everything. I just had to get a better microphone. But in, in I was pretty set up. So no okay. problem. There. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Chris, thank you so much for taking the time out today to talk to me about this. I'm, you know, always intrigued at how businesses are using this. So I really appreciate it. If someone wanted to connect with you, uh, either learn more about Kickstart Dental or listen to the Dental Marketing Podcast, where is a good place for them to go? Our pretty new website. I'd love to get some feedback from anybody that wants to go there. I don't care if they've want our services or not, but it's, it's kind of crazy for a, for a dental based company, but check it out. That's the best way to reach out to us. It's kickstartdental.com. Just like kickstarting a motorcycle, kickstartdental.com. And if you are a dentist and you need some help, there's a a button for a free strategy session. I do all of our free strategy sessions personally. So um, you'd be working with me, Uh, but there's lots of great information, free information about marketing on there as well. Perfect. And of course, all of that will be on our show notes over at AaronGregor.com. So Chris, thank you so much again. I really appreciate you taking the time today and uh, we'll chat soon. Thank you. 